0: <laughs> even going to the pubs and stuff like that was a, a bit of a task. So a lot of people just chose not to do it. I stayed in the hotel room most of the time, did some work, watched some TV. That was about it. So uh, other than that, though, the, the conference was fantastic. Can't thank fairus.org enough for having me out there. for The annual Hold Their Feet to the Fire. Go to fairus.org, sign up for free. And I have a ton to get to today, just so everybody is is well aware. John has already warned me that he might fall asleep on me, so I'm going to need to throw things at him periodically to wake him up. Because I have audio clips to play throughout the entire show. All right, so let's just start off with this. It's not just you. Everything is down today. So Verizon's down, T-Mobile's down, AT&T is down, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter was down earlier. Um, There's outages that are kind of like rolling throughout the entire day. So I don't know exactly what's happening here. I don't know what it's related to. I'm too lazy to look it up. I'm just letting you know that it is not just you. It is everybody. Now, we have not heard of any issues with Xfinity Comcast, which means the live stream should be okay today. For those of you watching on rumble.com slash Casey, the host, or for those of you on Odyssey right now, uh, it should be fine because we haven't heard of any issues with them, but there has been a major issue with, Again, Verizon, T-Mobile, AT and T, WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook, all of that. Uh, basically, I thought I saw Twitter on here, but apparently not Twitter. So uh, basically, anything that's owned by Facebook is having issues, and then most of your major cellular companies. So if you rely on those companies, then you're you're going to start running into those those issues. All right. Um, well, I, I want to play a clip. So let's, let's just do this. Can you cue my audio, please? I want, to, I want you to listen to this. This is Dr. Fauci. Okay, I want you to pay very, very close attention to this. But you are a member of society. And as a member of society, reaping all the benefits of being a member of society, mm-hmm. you have a responsibility mm. to society. And I think each of us, particularly in the context of a pandemic that's killing millions of people, You have got to look at it and say there comes a time when you do have to give up what you consider your individual right of making your own decision for the greater good of society. Yeah, I I think Ben Franklin had something to say about that. But let's just I want to just go through two quotes. okay? just two quotes. Power is in tearing human minds to pieces and putting them together again in new shapes of your own choosing. And also, being in a minority, even in a minority of one, did not make you mad. There was truth, and there was untruth, and if you clung to the truth, even against the whole world, you were not mad. Those are both from 1984. And if you haven't read that book yet, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with you. You need to. And there's a wonderful dramatized audio version of that on YouTube that I highly recommend people do if you can't uh, can't actually sit down and, and read it because of time constraints. It is amazing. So there you go. You got Fauci saying, you know what? There comes a time where you just have to consider, um, you have to give up what you consider your individual right of making your own decisions for the greater good of society. Wow, that doesn't at all sound tyrannical. We have been telling you for a long time, I know that we're not alone in this, we've been telling you for a long time, a lot of the stuff that you're seeing right now, it's obviously not based in science because the science is not on their side. They don't have any clinical research support, a lot of the things that they're saying. But it is very much about power and control. And this is why you're starting to see so much resistance to this, which, by the way, you're not alone. There's a lot of resistance to this, not just in the United States, but all over the world. There's rioting all over the world every single day. It never gets covered. Nobody ever talks about it. I post some of it to my Telegram. If you follow me on Telegram at Casey, the host, you'll see some of it. But there is a lot of rioting about COVID measures all over the world. It's just that the news media doesn't want to show you that there's other people who agree with with a lot of you on some of your positions. They don't want anybody to know that that is actually happening. And so what they do is they just they hide it. So now I've got a couple of, couple of different stories here. And, and by the way, I have so much today that we're going to be fast and furious throughout the whole show. Just letting you know that. An Oklahoma teacher has been hospitalized with COVID despite receiving three Pfizer shots. So she's got a booster. She's still getting breakthrough infections and being hospitalized. Now, again, not going to be the vast majority of people. But there is there's even some some epidemiologists coming out there and going, hey, we might want to chill out on this third shot thing because we don't. We don't have enough data on the long term for the two shots, and now you're adding extra shots, and you're talking about getting shot every eight months. And uh, Pfizer's got a pill, Merck has announced their pill. I'll talk about that here in a little bit. You're starting to get into a, a bit of a concern that people don't fully understand. I shouldn't say people don't fully understand. There's some people who are saying we don't fully understand what is going to happen long term with this. Now again we still have a couple of concerns potentially for long term with all of this there's been some preliminary reports that this might have an issue with fertility which is already a bit of a problem which immediately triggers the tinfoil crowd because what have we been talking about for a lot of years a lot of the people are telling you to get vaccinated we're saying we need less people on the planet so this is something that concerns some people um you've got some issues with fertility you got some issues with blood clots which can by the way manifest many many years later uh, but we're seeing a lot of young people get blood clots right now. We've been over those stories. And and again, it's not the majority, but there's a lot. And there's a lot more than would normally be accepted with a vaccine rollout. That's where things start to get a little sketchy. So that's, you know, an Oklahoma teacher, again, hospitalized after catching COVID despite taking three doses of, of Pfizer. Okay. Uh, then there's this other story. And this involves a former Notre Dame professor. And a couple of people were asking me about this before I went to D.C. And if I was going to talk about this and and I was like, yeah, maybe it depends on, on my time. But it just happens to fit in here. So Karen Kroak Heisler was very outspoken in her disdain for people who chose not to receive the vaccination. And again, I don't care if you get it or not. I, I don't think less of you if you have it. I don't think less of you if you don't have it. It really doesn't bother me. I just want you to weigh the risks, make the decision on your own, and I don't think anybody should force you to do it. Really, that simple. You, you shouldn't be ostracized because you chose not to get one. That's really it. Okay. Everybody who is not getting a vaccine understands that they are taking a risk with COVID if they don't get the vaccine, um, and many people who do get the vaccine understand that they're taking a risk in getting the vaccine versus getting COVID. Okay. People understand this. They're adults. For the vast majority of them, people understand that there are risks involved, and, and you've got to pick. You got to pick. Pick your risk. That's really it. Do you, risk a, do you risk a potential side effect and even a breakthrough infection? Or do you risk just dealing with COVID and, and maybe potentially, you know, having a more severe issue of COVID than you would if you're vaccinated? That's your choice to make. That's not mine. That's not anybody else's. That's your choice to make. And you should be free to make that decision. But, you know, Karen Heisler, who is a former Notre Dame professor, 67 years old, went on her Twitter account, was attacking people, uh, who are unmasked or unvaccinated or anything else. And, well, you know, you know she's she dead now. So I guess we get to laugh at her. <laughs> she's stupid. She died. Wait a minute. We're not supposed to do that, but we're only allowed to do that when, oh, I don't know, it's conservative talk radio hosts who get COVID and die after telling people that they don't want to get vaccinated. Then we can write articles mocking them, but we're not allowed to mock a teacher who's got two shots and a booster in the hospital now. And a former Notre Dame professor who openly mocked people who didn't get vaccinated and, and didn't want to wear masks and get masks don't do anything. Um, and now she's she's dead. Well, I mean why the double why the double standard? I've been asking you this for, you know, well over a year now. Why can't we make fun of those folks? For the record, it's repugnant to make fun of anybody who dies from this. But she's the type of person who would make fun of people who would. And, you know, she died, what is it, two weeks after getting her booster shot. Now, again, are these the most common stories? No, they're not the most common stories. But they happen. And because they happen, people need to know about it so people can weigh their risk. That's It's really that simple. You've got two people in their 60s. With booster shots, one dead, one serious condition in the hospital. Now that's just two people. There's a lot of people who have booster shots that don't have any problem. So you have to you have to keep that in mind. Nobody's telling you not to get the booster the booster shot. Nobody's telling you it's dangerous. Just saying you have to weigh the risk. But this is somebody who openly, in a vile fashion on social media, mocked people for not doing what she wanted them to do. And now she's dead for doing the things that she told everybody else to do. And according to the left, we're supposed to be able to mock people like that. But again, you're not allowed to because well, she was just trying to save lives. Former Notre Dame professor, dead after getting the booster shot. That's that's unfortunate, but she wouldn't have she wouldn't have cared. She wouldn't have felt bad if it had been the other way around. Go look at her. Go look at her uh, Twitter timeline. Pretty easy to take a look at that. As I've said before, you know, this is this is where society has gotten. You know, you got Ron DeSantis' wife has breast cancer today. Have you seen the social media posts on that? So Casey DeSantis comes out and announces that she's got breast cancer and all of these posts hoping she dies. All of them. Why? Because she's married to a governor? That's it. That's the sole reason. And we see this over and over and over and over and over again. Our society is devolving. There's no doubt about it. Idiocracy has become a documentary. And it is less and less and less about science, data, research, facts. It's less about teaching your basic subjects in school. It has become more about social construction and conformity than anything else. We can no longer say that we value critical thinking in this country, which is always something that used to set us apart from our Asian competitors. Because Americans are able to critically think, whereas a lot of people in Asia were able to do the work, but they weren't able to critically think. They, did, they didn't come up with original ideas. This was something that always gave America competitive edge in business. That's eroding now. That's going away. Your kids are being taught to conform and to not think critically. So are you. And then you got Fauci out there going, hey, you know what? It, it's time. That, uh, you know, you you need to give up what you consider your individual right of making your own decision for the greater good of society. If there was ever a moment that he should leave office, that's it right there. More coming up, Newstalk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. Three, news channel. I'm your host Casey Hendrickson. Don't forget we're live streaming on rumble.com slash Casey the host. Also want to thank R&B car company locations in South Bend and Warsaw. R&B car company are your used car experts. All right. Got a couple of fake hate stories out there for you today. A I'm doing it. I just did R&B John. I will do the read at the end of the segment. Might you don't want me to do two commercials in a row. Do you? Okay. I didn't think so. See. Sometimes I'm professional. Very rarely, but occasionally it comes through. All right. So there is this, um, this story that goes back to last year. It involves Parkway Central High School. And there was some scrawling, some racist scrawlings of hope all black people die, N-word, all of that other stuff, right? So here's the, here's the story. The graffiti was found in the boys' bathroom at Parkway Central Wednesday and the same things were scrawled on a bathroom wall at Parkway North. And, of course, they go into some of the, the context of what it was. The next morning at Parkway Central, according to St. Louis's KMOV, over 1,000 students and staff walked out of Parkway Central High School in both of them in solidarity. I guess they have twin campuses. Parkway Central students, staff, and teachers walked out during class to stand in solidarity and asking the administration for change. And that's because there was an incident at both of these, these campuses. So I think they're next to each other, but one is named something else. So they they probably have some kind of a program that that is why they have to divide the schools. Um, so at at the protest, they went over some of, <clears throat> in the article today, they went over some of the uh, what the students were saying. And this article is at the burning truth.us. One student remarked, I'm sitting in that building shaking in fear because I don't know what's going to happen to me because of my skin tone. We need change in this building, and we don't need it then. We need it now. Another student claimed that it was just another day at the racist cauldron known as Parkway Central. I was shocked, but at the same time, honestly, I wasn't. At the protest, according to the Daily Mail, students were captured cursing at school administrators, shedding tears, and chanting into bullhorns at the protest. Now, here's the thing. So you walk out the day after a racist graffiti is found at your school and you've you've organized to the point that you have bullhorns? (laughs) Uh, You know, I I was supposed to have a bullhorn for a protest one time. You know how long it took me to find a bullhorn? It turns out that they're surprisingly not easy to find unless, of course, you just have one hanging around because you're an activist. Uh, One student said, I am sick and tired of people getting racially profiled, although it wasn't clear what kind of racial profiling had been going on at the school. She also added that I just want to say to the school, do better. Well, uh, a black student admitted to having scrawled graffiti at both schools. (laughs) Why do they always fall for this? Why is it that the social justice crowd always falls for these stories? They're almost never true. About 98% of the time, they end up being a fake hate story. So it was a student, a black student, admitted to writing the graffiti on both campuses, pretending to be a racist white supremacist again. And as is always the case, now the school's got to reach out, write parents again, and they will always say, well, even though this was deceptive, it was still a good teachable moment. At least it raised discussion because then they praise the fraud. So here's what ended up happening. So the principal wrote to parents again, telling them this and saying that he was nevertheless proud of the students who protested. He's proud of the students who cursed at faculty based on a lie. So he's proud of, of students who protested for proactively leading walkouts. See, you hear that, Penn High School? Um, It turns out that a lot of principals are, are very proud of their student body when they proactively lead walkouts. Now, I realize that Penn used to have that position like two years ago, and now they don't have that position. They actively try to prevent you from walking out. But there are other principals out there for you Penn High School students that do, in fact, encourage activism amongst their students. Penn does, too, but only on certain issues, not the other issues. Uh, we remain hurt by the actions of the student, as it does not represent the values of our community. He ended his letter with, "Wow, in not that nice." So you, you, they walked out. They protested. A thousand people. They were cussing at faculty, all based on a lie. And you're proud of them? How about, how about be an adult, Mr. Principal? His name is Marty. How about be an adult and just say, hey, this is a great moment on why we don't jump to conclusions. This is, in fact, why don't we use this as a way to go ahead and teach everybody about the legal system in the process of gathering information and, and evidence and submitting it in a court of law and having a jury of their peers judge that evidence against somebody's guilt. How about we have that as a teachable moment instead of praising people for jumping to conclusions with no evidence and walking out of class and cursing out faculty based on a lie. How about that? But of course, that's not that's not appropriate. That's not acceptable. Now, we only need to accept this activism. We don't need to accept people doing the right thing, being responsible for their actions or anything like that. No, 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 can't can't do any of that. That's that's not good enough. Now, I'm not done. A white male KKK member, of which there are six of them in the country, a white male KKK member uh, left racist notes in neighborhood mailboxes, threatening to kill people and burn down homes. This is in uh, this is in Atlanta, <clears throat> well Douglasville, so I guess it's a burb of Atlanta. It turns out that this white KKK member happened to be a black woman, though. They just they just found that out. The Douglasville Police Department. Uh, Information released regarding the terroristic threats in Brookmont, a series of racially charged notes left in mailboxes in the Brookmont subdivision led to charges against a resident of the community. Residents on Manning Drive began receiving the notes last December from a person who claimed to be a white male member of the KKK who threatened to burn down their homes and kill them, according to detectives. Instead, their investigation led them to Teresha Lucas, a 30-year-old African-American female was charged with eight counts of making terroristic threats this month. It, it's almost automatic that when there's a story out there like this, that it's not going to be true. Almost automatic. Not quite, but almost. We've got more coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. But first, got to tell you about Impress Jewelry Creations. Nice fake out there, right, John? Impress Jewelry Creations. So here's here's the deal. Every man deserves to have a great watch, nice pen, um, I, I also highly encourage men to have a good money clip, whether you use it for money or your business cards or what have you, a good money clip just makes a statement. And I know that a lot of you guys like wearing a really nice belt. You want a comfortable belt, but you also want a belt that that is a fashion accessory that doesn't just disappear into your, your pant line. And that's where you can go to Impress Jewelry Creations. You can get exotic leathers and you can get real silver belt buckles that will be custom engraved any way that you want. So they're completely custom and personalized. You won't be able to see this anywhere else. Nobody else is going to have a duplicate of your belt. And it's going to be an extremely high quality and exotic belt that is going to look great with whatever outfit you wear. And this is only available at Impress Jewelry Creations. Go to ImpressJewelers.com, learn more about them. And you can also visit Impress Jewelry Creations and get the full 194 years of experience combined that they have in that building right now. And as always, when you go to Impress Jewelry Creations, let them know that I sent you. They're located in Granger next to C. Kramer Interiors or ImpressJewelers.com. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3 Michiana's news channel. Don't forget to watch a video of this. Hang out with us as we uh, bicker and argue because John's running my board today. During the commercial breaks at rumble.com slash Casey, the host, the war on showerheads is back. Trump had ended that war peacefully with total and complete victory. And Biden has restarted and reignited that war. Once again, this guy just can't get his foreign policy straight. Biden is uh, he is getting rid of the Trump measures with the department of energy that allowed more powerful showers. So it's being reversed in order to go ahead and throttle your shower pressure. Again, Joe Biden may lack the authority to reach into your shower, then turn the dial down in order to save water. Um, fun fact, for those of you who don't have this many showers, you can't adjust the pressure and water flow. You just can adjust the temperature. And the water flow comes out consistently no matter what. And if you are confused by that, talk to a friend. I'm sure that they have one around you. Still, he is doing all he can to declare war on high-pressure showerheads. The Department of Energy has proposed a regulatory change reversing a Trump measure that allowed more powerful showers. The language used to defend the actions invokes climate change as well as water conservation as justification, which is, of course, meaningless nonsense, but I've been in that many, many times before. So, what they're going to do is they're going to uh, once again throttle the water flow <clears throat> of your shower head. This long regulatory saga started in the 1992 Energy Policy Act, slipped into this massive energy bill where a few water related provisions, most regrettably, the mandate for those awful low flush uh, toilets, but also a 2.5 gallon per minute water limit for shower heads. But. The statute was unclear how the law applied to fixtures with more than one shower head. So basically, if you if you have more than one shower head, as many people are wising up and doing, because it feels amazing, um, is it 2.5 gallons per minute maximum for both of them total or for each shower head? So if you if you have a maximum of 2.5 gallons per minute. And it's only per showerhead you install, you know, four or five showerheads and you get good water pressure. See see where this is coming from? Uh, In the next 20 years, the former former interpretation applied. Thus, multi-head showers that exceeded 2.5 gallons per minute overall remained on the market for the relative few consumers who actually wanted them. But, of course, that has become more and more popular. Um, Trump disagreed and reversed that. So he, it basically got rid of the cap at 2.5. Um, Trump disagreed. No doubt our only president owns thousands of showers, given all of his hotels. Hyperbole over weak showers became a punchline at many of his rallies. If you're like me, you can't wash your beautiful hair properly. And that was a great line that he said uh, at one of his rallies. I remember covering that. Um, so once again, just, you know, just so you know, they're, they're going back. They're going to throttle your shower head again. And a lot of companies never got away from this policy anyway. They were allowed to. They just chose not to. And so there's still most of these showerheads on the market still abide by the 2.5 limit. But here's the thing. I've I've told you guys this before. Many showerheads, most showerheads, there are exceptions to this. So do your shopping diligently when you go to the hardware store or you order something online, whatever you do know what you're buying because I'm going to tell you how to fix this problem once and for all and the government never going to know about it. All you have to do is get your lame shower head, take it off of your shower, okay? Look inside, there's going to be a little plastic piece. I tend to find that that plastic piece is blue or yellow. Not always, but typically. That's the regulator. It is a tiny 1 peso it that's all it costs. It's like a peso. It costs no money at all. That tiny little piece that's in there is what regulates the flow of water. All you got to do is take some pliers and pop that bad boy out, and guess what? You have unregulated water pressure just like that. More coming up, 95.3 MNC.